2 p.m. Food and Drinks Reporter. That's now, really, in the, after my next track. Food and Drinks Reporter Andrew Dembina is going to be talking to Winnie Young, Head of Heritage at Taekwun, to find out about their Let's Do Lunch event. And then just after 2.30, I talk bread with Latvian-born Elena Stralita, and she's the founder of May's Bakery, about their passion for bread and how it led them to set up their own business in Hong Kong. Alternate and new kind of medicine. Time is 12 minutes past 2 o'clock. Time now.
to join our Tuesday food and drinks reporter, Andrew Dambino, who interviews Winnie Young, head of heritage at Taekwun, about the Let's Do Lunch exhibition and events that all focus on dining in Central District. Hi, my name is Winnie Young. I'm the head of heritage of Taekwun. I'm in charge of the heritage department, which is the uh, curatorial team for this exhibition, Let's Do Lunch. Now, we're sitting in the parade ground, I should point out, in case people hear the odd bit of traffic or chatting of people. It's looking very festive. And this exhibition is going on until February, and it's the second in a series. Why was lunch and the way people do lunch chosen as a theme? So for Life in Central, we decided to look into well the four elements of people's lives. So clothing, eating, uh, living, and of course, uh, transportation as yeah. well. Earlier this year, we've done the first of the series, and it's called Trolley Central, right. and that's for transportation. Yeah. Um, and it's all about finding an element that actually can symbolize that particular way of life, uh, and that reflects on, on Central's life as well. Now, with hand trolleys, uh, it's actually quite an important uh, element of the streetscape yeah. of, of Central, because we have pretty narrow roads, we have a lot of slopes, uh, and we have a lot of one-way road as well. So the main means of transportation is actually mm. hand trolleys. After that, we now have uh, Let's Do Lunch, which is our second in the series. Obviously, Central being a very old neighborhood, uh, a lot of people have done you know, research and, and programs, exhibition about you know, the traditional dining culture in Central. But then when we take a step back and think about what matters to people in Central, and when I say people in Central, it's not just people living in Central, mm. but also hundreds of thousands of people who work in yeah. Central Monday to Fridays. And to them, the most important meal of the day is lunch. I work in Central as well. And so every morning when you go to work, you always think about what to do with lunch because Central is a you know, a very congested area. It's um, well, relatively expensive area yeah. as well. There are a lot of people coming out to, to have lunch at the same time. And so we think that that would be good to talk about the dining culture in Central. You're tapping into some areas in a very large interactive exhibition that I've just walked around, which does showcase some parts of dining in Central that people might not know about. I'm going to jump in on one here, which is food associations. So from some of the interactive displays, that I've just seen. Behind the closed doors that people might not see of restaurants that they can be in, there are some private organisations. Can you tell us about those? So Central, being one of the oldest neighbourhoods, is where many of the original trades happened in early colonial times. And so people from all parts of China would start their trading businesses in Central. It's 100 years ago and a lot of people wouldn't have the opportunity to go back to their hometown very often. Mm. And so you miss home naturally. And the best way to do it is to form a club. Then they can get together and of course eventually they think that we should get our own cook so that they can actually make our food for us and so that gradually turned into this culture of fraternity association which is actually uh, scattered all around Central and the Western District mm. and so the idea is not so much about the food itself, obviously in the exhibition we talk about the food so there is yeah. very specific techniques that you have to master in order to make a certain dish but it's also about the fact that it's his uh, ancestry hall basically where he feels that he's actually going back mm. to his hometown, to his home village, where uh, people get together from time to time, not just for meals, but this is actually where he can actually talk to his town folks. He can use his own dialects uh, mm. freely yeah. so that people can actually understand him. So in a way, it's uh, a home away from home mm. for them. And that's something very unique, particularly in Central and Western District. And you've brought in some interesting little tasters, not literally in food terms, but interactive tasters where people 
people can get an experience. There's a half table that people can set up with a projected screen of people talking about Chu Chow cuisine. And there's something else. There's some phrases that people can learn on old-fashioned cassette players. Ah, so I mean, I'm Cantonese. So when I go into these places, there's no way I can communicate very effectively. And so if you learn a few vocabularies on food and how you serve food, that actually brings you、Closer. extra mouth right there. The idea is if you sit at the half table there,、mm. the experience is for you to eat with the diners、yeah. who belong to those associations,、mm. and that's when they actually explain to you what the food is about and what、yeah. some of the habits and what some of the culture is. But then you pick up certain words that you won't be able to understand. So that's where we have the the cassette tapes came in, where you can actually learn. Remember back in the days when we learned a foreign language,、yeah. you have to pick up a tape and then、yeah. you have to listen to it. That's the exact idea.、Mm. So we have terms that talk about a specific ingredient, and then there are terms where because of how they say a term in a particular dialect,、mm. it actually it sounds it pronounces the same as other words as well. So like for example, there's this doughy kind of snack that you always have in Chinese dinner. It actually sounds the same as in in Chinese, the same as leaning onto your husband. So when whenever they order that dish, they will、yeah. always remind people about that tradition that the wife would always serve food to her husband while at the same time she depends on him. It's、oh. obviously a tradition,、yeah. but it's all of these small things here and there that actually reminded you about old culture,、uh, so that you know next time if you are fortunate that you can actually go into one of these associations,、so yeah. you can actually you know show off one or two terms right there. Right. Visually, this is a very interesting exhibition. There are four different areas. Looking at some also interesting statistics on the time that is spent these days, for example, which is much shorter than some years ago on an executive lunch. So there are lots of fun facts about what's going on in dining culture around Central. You brought some very contemporary visuals to it by using a local illustrator too, haven't you? In order to deliver our content, really,、uh, we invited a local illustrator, a very young illustrator、mm. called Sandy Wang. She's up and coming, and we like her because we do want to find a very tongue-in-cheek kind of、uh, way、mm. to deliver what we want to say about food, and also just to make fun of how much effort we make to to try to get lunch,、yeah. really. And and so Sandy's illustration, there's this sense of humor. It's very subtle, but actually, when you see it, particularly if you're Local,、yeah. you will get it right away. She also does a lot of interesting characters as well. And we very early on decided that we will have this central crowd, which、yeah. is what you see now, all the inflated dolls. We think that you have to go through the crowd in order to get to lunch. That's it. On one raised level, visitors need to squeeze through these inflated, very much a central lunchtime. People rushing to get into line for restaurants. And as you walk through, I don't know if it's activated by a sensor or if you have to touch something. But you hear different phrases coming from the crowd. Yeah, just like if you want to grab lunch in Central, just be careful when you go into a crowd. If you accidentally bump into someone, someone、mm. may say something back to you. <laughs> so that's exactly what we are trying to achieve <laughs>、yeah. with with that、uh, in- interaction there. So you mentioned that for people who have some understanding of the Central or Hong Kong dining scene, there'll be a lot to learn here, and that's certainly true. How about for tourists that are coming to Hong Kong? Will they be able to pick up some、uh, snippets of dining culture? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are focusing on Central, but we think that it resonates with all Hong Kong people because we are a society which is well known in the world that we are always rushing to something.、Yeah. We're always very busy, try to use the shortest amount of time to do、mm. this and that. And so, if you're a tourist, you don't know much about the, l- the lunch culture,、mm. but when you come into the exhibition, you can feel the vibe right, right. there right. that we are always pushing people away to try to. Get to something. There's always a sense of urgency that you have to achieve something really quickly. While at the same time, this is where you see、uh, where contemporary and traditional.
traditional meats as well. You know, different kinds of Chinese culture and cuisine would gather together in Central as well. And it's the same thing with company catering, where it's not just about a corporate world, but it's also about you know、uh, employers taking care of their employees as well. This is amazing. This is another section in the exhibition, another side of Hong Kong that many people won't see, and unless you're working in companies that do this, you might not even know about it if you work in Hong Kong for many years. Some companies actually bring in food from outside or cook themselves in their own company to give their workers lunch. Yeah, it's a very traditional Chinese way of doing business. Back in the days, if you open a shop and you hire employee, you are in charge of their lives essentially. Well, full boards basically. You you take care of their accommodation and you take care of their three、right. meals. And so this is still present in some of the dry seafood shops in central and western、yeah. districts. You know, because of efficiency, because of cost cutting these days. Of course, you know people would want to. Yeah, so it's quite fortunate that in in Central we still manage to keep that tradition. So many of these shops still cook meals for their employees. Certain you know older style Chinese corporation would still do that. One of the overriding elements out of the four areas, I would say at least two of them, is about this communal engagement that goes on during dining in a way that people come together about eating, whether it's through a company. And coming up towards Chinese New Year on the parade ground where we're sitting having this interview. Right now, there's going to be a large community meal, right? Yeah. So once again, we are doing an exhibition about food and eating.、Uh, unfortunately, you can't actually eat and, and and dine in the exhibition zone. So as you say, we are doing a Chinese New Year banquet、mm. at the parade ground. There are also、uh, different kinds of uh, cuisine uh, get-together、um, during、uh, January, where、uh, visitors can actually. Taste the actual food.、Uh, one of the meals, actually, you go to the fraternity association, which、oh. is a very rare opportunity、yeah. for them to actually sit in the、uh, fraternity association, mingle with the members,、Without、and learn exactly, and and learn more about that particular cuisine、yeah. as well. Where can people find out more about these events and sign up? You can go on to our website.、Uh, it's www.taikun.hk. We have an app, so you can actually do that on our app as well. Okay. And finally, some of the restaurants in Taikun will have special menus. Until the end of February, that tie in with this exhibition. Can you tell us a couple of highlights? Yeah. So we have five restaurants all together. They actually plan a new menu、mm. so that they can celebrate the exhibition with us. So we have、uh, restaurants that will do Shanghainese cuisine、uh, using ingredients that we actually mention in the exhibition. So、mm. they created a new menu that、uh, it will be served during the exhibition period. We have one restaurant where, for us specifically, they do takeaway boxes, and you can actually bring it to our Cafe Good Day, our exhibition zone, where you can actually sit down and eat there yourself. As well, we have、uh, a couple of menus where it, it focuses on time. One of them focuses on how you can actually order and then pay within 16 minutes. It's still good food, so、yep. that's the idea of a executive lunch where you can actually eat good food, but at the same time not actually sacrificing your very precious time. A very interactive exhibition that sounds really interesting and sounds like it might taste good too. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks, Winnie. That sounds fantastic. Some interesting things there. That was Winnie Young, head of heritage of Taiwan and Holly at on Hollywood Road in Central, and she was talking to Tuesday Food and Drink reporter Andrew Dembina about the current Let's Do Lunch exhibition and events. I know where I'm going. <laughs>